started I'm doing my final rounds of knee cycling I'm gonna say this we've got something coming in that really concerns me there's a guy in Pennsylvania that Biden supports that is totally whacked out and I describe it as whacked out um, Sean Hannity or Shane Hannity talks about it I'm going to do the recording here so you can hear him. And I'm going to say, thou shall not bear false witness. This guy is up to the hilt trouble. Um, I love the Father with all my heart, mind, and soul. And I love my neighbor as myself. And I've been through a lot. I've talked about Antifa, what would happen with Biden, the economy being downhill and everything else. It's time you hear what they got to say about the American people. Welcome to Hannity. All right, the countdown continues. There it is, 19 days until you send a message to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Chucky Schumer, and all the Green New Deal radical socialists in Congress. Are you happy with record high gas prices? Are you happy with a 41-year record high of inflation? Are you happy with the open borders of Joe Biden? Are you happy with record violent crime, record robberies, record murders? Uh, how has the left's defund, dismantle, no bail law agenda worked out for you? Are you happy with woke propaganda being taught in your kids' schools? Are you happy with how the war in Europe is being conducted? Are you happy with how Joe Biden withdrew from Afghanistan? Are you better off today than when before Joe Biden became president? Now, tonight, there is literally nothing positive that I can see that Democrats can run on. 
They have done nothing that improves the quality of your life. They have done nothing to make this country a better place. It is no wonder Republicans are surging in the polls. Here's a quote from the Wall Street Journal. Republican midterm prospects brighten in the closing weeks of the election. Even the New York Times, quote, Democrats feared red October has arrived, and they see the writing is on the wall, and now liberals are looking for a scapegoat. According to reports, Joe Biden will, in fact, be the fall guy if Democrats get wiped out. Now, let me say this in defense of Joe Biden. It's not just Joe. As a matter of fact, I think he's just taken orders. It's pretty much the entire Democratic Radical Socialist Party. It's the climate cult. They're all in this together. You know, everyone, by the way, in a tight race is avoiding him like the plague. That is, we have one exception. That's right. The trust fund brat in a hoodie, John Fetterman, but finally took his working man, you know, hoodie off for a day, his Halloween costume, and put on a suit and tie to meet Joe Biden. Apparently, Fetterman is the only Democrat, frankly, dumb enough to appear with the president in person. Now, of course, that's news to Joe Biden. The cognitively struggling president seems to think that he has been hitting the campaign trail really hard with more than a dozen candidates. Who are they? Take a look. John Fetterman's going to appear with you today yeah. in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. Why are more? That's not true. There's been 15. Count, get count. Okay, and are there going to be even more? Yeah. Or, yeah. Should there be any restrictions on abortion at all? Any restrictions on abortion at all? Yes, there should be. And Roe v. Wade, read it, man. You'll get educated. Read it, man. Get, get educated. Are you a junkie? I don't know. Sorry. Lost it for a second. Uh, why so angry, Joey? Uh, you know, often these sudden bursts of fury accompany people in significant cognitive decline. Now, you even have to wonder if Joe is even aware of what a huge failure he truly is or that his radical agenda is hurting the entire country. Is Joey just upset that his own party is treating him like a pariah? Uh, is he upset he didn't get his ice cream today? Is he angry that, the Saudi, that Saudi Arabia not only rejected his numerous requests to increase oil production, but they ended up decreasing it by 2 million barrels a day. And then they decided to humiliate him in public and expose all of his attempted collusion with the Saudis and OPEC plus, the plus is Russia, to hide this from you, the American people, and wait a month before the announcement so an election could occur. Let's be clear. It's not been a good week, month, or frankly, presidency for Joe Biden and his radical socialist party. And now, once again, he is lashing out at our very own Peter Ducey. Peter has the patience of Job. You decide. Just hoping to clarify for midterm voters, top domestic issue, inflation or abortion. All important. Unlike you, there's no one thing. It crosses the board. Domestic, ask me about foreign policy too. There's a multiple, multiple, multiple issues. And they're all important. And so, and we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You know that old expression. Thank you. Thank you. You have the ability to walk and chew gum. You can't even stand and read a teleprompter, Joe, especially if it involves a number. Take a look. I signed into law a once-in-a-generation investment in roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, and so much more. Over a billion two hundred, a trillion two hundred billion dollars. But you know, this is one bridge. Also, tells a broader story. There are nearly forty-five thousand. Say it again: forty-five thousand bridges across this country in poor condition. Now, if you think that's bad, look right there. Take a look at your screen as Joe tries to retrace his steps 
following his speech, another sad, pathetic attempt to find a way off the stage. Can somebody just maybe put down, you know, I don't know, little footy patches or something that he can walk on, some path that he can follow, maybe a little light, you know, so he knows to walk between the, the lights or something. Joe Biden, look, he's not mentally, mentally capable of being president. Every day it becomes more and more evident and apparent on this program. We're not afraid to bring you those facts. We have been right from the beginning. We are always honest about who we are, what we do. I am a member of the press. I am up front that I am a conservative talk show host. This program, well, we're like an entire newspaper. We do breaking news. We do investigative reporting. We do opinion. We tell you up front we're a conservative. I'm a conservative. We do cultural issues. We do sports. We're like the entire newspaper. Unfortunately, so many uh, dishonest, holier-than-thou, self-proclaimed journalists are anything but journalists. They are upset that we are actually covering the upcoming midterm elections, and they are furious that we interview Republican candidates, and we also expose the truth about their Democratic opponents, something that they should be doing if they were real journalists, but they're too lazy to do, and they're too ideological to admit that they can't do because they're in the tank for the Democrats. Now, keep in mind, there are three broadcast networks, all liberal, two major cable networks, all left wing. Uh, almost every major paper in the country, dozens of dozens of websites that are left wing. Uh, but they do nothing but carry the water for Democrats. They all buried three weeks before the 2020 election. They buried the Hunter Biden laptop from hell scandal. Why? to help Joe Biden win the election. Add big tech to the group of people. You weren't even allowed to, to tweet out the story or put it on Facebook or put it on social media uh, because they viewed it as false information. It all turned out to be true. They all reported the phony Russia collusion hoax as truth, and they did that for three long years. They never vetted Obama. We did. They let Joe Biden hide in his basement bunker in 2020. And by the way, this year, they're letting other Democrats, senatorial candidates, gubernatorial candidates do the same thing. In fact, they're all actively now supporting Democrats in the upcoming midterms. For example, the New York Times trashing Republican Herschel Walker as, quote, a butcher of language. But at the very same time, they praise John Fetterman for his, his comprehensive uh, comprehension struggles in a piece entitled, John Fetterman is a disabled American who needs technology to do his job. So what? The Washington Post, meanwhile, employs a woman named Jennifer Rubin. For years, she's pretended to be a conservative columnist, despite holding zero conservative opinions. Now she just loves socialist candidate John Fetterman, writing, quote, the Democratic nominee for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania is running a brilliant campaign. This is just the tip of the iceberg. It's kind of brilliant in its own way. You got to give credit where credit's due. When you answer no questions from the media, uh, you do very few public events. When you speak, you do it for less than 10 minutes, and then you shake a few hands, don't answer questions, and go home and rest. Now, I could spend hours listing all the egregious examples of the media mob support for Democrats. So before they accuse me of doing something wrong for covering the midterms the way they should be doing it and interviewing Republicans, uh, they need to take a long, hard look in the mirror. And by the way, for the record, 
We have on this program, we have offered to give a massive platform to many top Democratic candidates. We have invited on Raphael Warnock. We have offered John Fetterman a full hour on this program and three hours on radio. Mandela Barnes, open invitations. We've been sending them. We don't get responses. Gavin Newsom wanted to have him on for the hour. I've offered hours on my radio show to numerous Democratic candidates. Uh, either they don't respond or they're just too gutless to come on. They're unavailable because um, they just won't come. They're scared of tough, they don't want tough questions, they're scared of them. Anyway, they'd rather appear on MSDNC or fake news CNN where they're coddled and protected. So let me be clear, we will never stop bringing you our honest perspective. I now have started my 27th year here at Fox and I am nowhere, I'm just, we've just begun to start here. We're gonna save America, we're gonna solve our problems, we always do, it's just a matter of when and with who. America's ignorant, self-righteous liberals, they don't own the truth. Trump from ever even running for president. All right, it's pretty obvious that the Biden DOJ is attempting to prevent Donald Trump from ever even running for president again. Instead, the new fishing expedition is driving up enthusiasm. Guess what? Among conservative voters, just in time for the midterms, look at this key race in Pennsylvania between Washington outsider Dr. Mehmet Oz and lifelong part-time government workers, trust fund brat John Fetterman. This guy, by the way, never had a real job in his life. It's now drawing national attention. Fetterman is the guy in the tattoos and the hoodie, never worked a real job in his life. He lived off mommy and daddy as a real trust fund brat. He apparently paid $1 to buy his home from his own family. He is a devout Bernie Sanders loving socialist, who by the way said, what Bernie wants to do to the country, I want to have happen in Pennsylvania. He wants to legalize heroin, supports abortion until the moment of birth, no restrictions. He also wants to release murderers and rapists from jail in order to reduce the prison population by a full third. He supports the radical Green New Deal. Bernie supports him. AOC supports him. Elizabeth Warren supports him. He wants massive tax hikes. He's against fracking, oil, and gas exploration in the Keystone XL pipeline. That is an $80 billion industry of high-paying career jobs in the energy sector in the state of Pennsylvania, and he, wa he wants to wipe all of it out. And then he wants to weaponize the federal government against you, the American people, and American businesses. And unfortunately, Fetterman recently suffered a debilitating, frankly, crippling stroke and has been physically and mentally unable to campaign. In fact, he's only campaigned in person for a total of 15 minutes since winning the Democratic nomination, including a very short, very confusing, and frankly, very sad five-minute speech from earlier today. Take a look. Let me ask you a question. If you say you think the word of steel worker, what words come to your mind if you say steel workers? You know what comes to my mind also is making sure that I'm going to be proud to stand and defend the union way of life here if I make it to D.C. Being anti-union is anti-American. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income, a path to a safe place for them to win? 
or excuse me, to, to work. Thank you. Thank you for endorsing me on first day of my campaign. That was a little over four minutes, and that was it. As of now, the Fetterman campaign is refusing to debate Dr. Oz, also refusing my invitation to appear on this program, as he and his campaign have been lying about me, raising money off of my name. He apparently sent yet another fundraising text today, attacking me, lying about me, calling me a liar. Every day he lies about me, I'll continue to tell the truth about his radical extreme positions way out of touch with the hardworking people of Pennsylvania. And by the way, uh, my trust fund brat friend, when you attack me, I will attack you back 10 to 100 times harder because you're a lying loser and raising money for your losing campaign, he may be hearing from my lawyers very shortly. He better hope that mommy and daddy have enough money to pay his legal bills. Anyway, either way, it does appear that the socialist is mentally unable to debate. And if you're watching from Pennsylvania tonight, I want you to think about this. If Fetterman is too weak to do an interview with little old me, how on earth is this guy going to stand up for you in the Senate? He won't debate Dr. Oz, uh, yet he just sends out tweets and fundraising letters. That's it. He's campaigned a total of 15 minutes. That's it. In the entire uh, general election campaign. Uh, you can't be senator if that's all the time you're going to give the people in your state. Here with Reaction, Arkansas GOP gubernatorial candidate in her own right. Sarah mm -hmm. Sanders is with us and along with Fox News contributor Laura Trump. Sarah, we'll start with you. Get your take on this race. Um, if, if you say in Pennsylvania that you want to support Bernie Sanders and what Bernie wants to do for America, you want to do for Pennsylvania, and you want a moratorium on fracking and all energy production, which is $80 billion for that state, and you support abortion with no exceptions at all up to the moment of birth, I don't think this guy is too in touch with the people of Pennsylvania. I don't think he's too in touch with anybody. Uh, it is absolutely absurd uh, that this is the Democrat candidate for the U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. Uh, I, but I think he encapsulates everything that is wrong with the Democrat Party right now. And you have a party that is moving every single day further and further to the left. This is no longer Biden's Democrat Party. This is Bernie Sanders and AOC's party. Just look at what we're expected to see tomorrow coming out of the White House with a complete and total wipeout of student loan debt uh, and forgiveness of student loans. It's going to make inflation worse. And frankly, they don't care because it's a blatant attempt to buy votes. And they are looking to do things that will help them in November because they know that the policies they've enacted over the last year and a half have caused us to have a recession. They've put a absolute turmoil on our southern border and every single thing they touch, they're destroying. So now they have to look at how they can buy votes through programs yeah. like student loan forgiveness. But they just keep moving to the left. And the only good thing is that that further fires up Republicans to turn out and show them the red wave that's coming in November and gives us greater reason to make sure we get well, strong conservatives elected. You, you're, you will be a great governor, probably the best governor in the history of Arkansas. And there's another guy that stole your last name that was once governor there. <laughs> uh, Laura, I'm watching Pennsylvania, for example. It reminds me of Joe Biden hiding in the basement, the media 
running defense for, in this case, Fetterman. He hasn't answered a single question. He has the most radical positions. Uh, we can't allow that to happen. That didn't work out well with Biden, did it? Oh, it certainly did not work out well for Americans. Uh, whenever you have somebody able to hide away, not answer questions, campaign out of a basement. Um, and gosh, that video you played of him, honestly, is very concerning. I, I truly hope that he gets the help that he needs. But Sarah's exactly right. Pay attention, America, because this is what the Democrats want. These are the kind of people that they want elected and representing you in Washington, D.C., if they get their way. And with 75 percent of Americans right now saying that we are on the wrong track as a country, first of all, I'd like to ask the 25 percent what's going so great for them. We cannot afford to have anyone close to this representing Pennsylvania or any other state in the Senate right now. Things are so bad in America. And gosh, isn't it so insulting to see the Democrats and Joe Biden come out and tell us what a great job they've all done, that they have made our lives better, that inflation is zero percent. It is an absolute insult to Americans. And I think, Sean, that people get it. People feel it every day. They know they're worse no. off. They know that not only are things more expensive, we're poorer as a country right now. Most people, thanks to Biden and the Democrat policies, just like people like John Fetterman want to put in place. Um, and the only way we are going to get our country back is if we get out and vote. We know how to turn it around, vote in Republicans, vote out establishment and Democrats. That's what we have to do on November 8th. By the way, Laura, I hope everybody hears you loud and clear, and especially vote if you're in Arkansas, because your new governor is right there in the middle of your screen. Yes. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you both. All right. So you heard what Sean Hannity and the others were saying about Fetterman. Betterman is very dangerous. He's a murderer. He's been in prison. He had a stroke. There's three of them that you heard mentioned. I'm not going to say any more, but I will say this. I've had a real, real good summer. I was in my court hearing dealing with Antifa. I find it odd that these same people showed up here for a Democratic caucus and threatened my life. And yet, they run like chickens from the Creator. I'll say this. I don't appreciate people coming on my turf threatening me. Okay, that's all I'll say. Hannity and the others are right. This country's going down the tubes, and there's nothing we can do about it. Nearly two and a half years ago, I cried out. And some people heard me. And I still cry out. You can't change the, time, the times we're in. We're in the last days. And the last days are going to come to an end. We're all going to go home when that time comes. I put myself before the Father and prayed for this nation. But I am not going to pray for a president that doesn't represent me and the values that I uphold. You heard Biden and his agenda. You heard the Antifites and their agenda, what they want. Their social order of things of what they want. I disagree and I'm not going to support it. I love my brothers and sisters very much. 
I've been in lockdown, like most other people with COVID, three and a half years. Three and a half years of lockdown. I've given you insight into my gift. A very real gift. Jezreel and Lucifer are very real. And they're coming to Washington. Interesting that would be said, but it was on my heart to say. And I feel for um, Biden and Kamala Harris because when they meet these two, they're not going to be able to deal with them. I took on all kinds of oddball things from Hog Run to Sheeton itself in the spirit and physical. I've seen a lot of things in the spirit and physical. I'm so ready to go home. I'm so ready, rapture-wise. I can't say more. All I can say is pray for everyone that are believers and pray for those in Israel that are believers and those around the world. China is being depopulated as we speak. I've been looking at the protocols that China's been going. Because of COVID, they lost three quarters of their population. They don't have enough to run businesses now. Their economy's collapsing. Europe, the same way. And many other countries are collapsing in on themselves. Meanwhile, you hear my world in the back part of it. You're hearing people telepathically. I've given the insights of the underworld, what I've dealt with since 9-11. This is my life. I'm not crazy. I've given you music I've heard in real life. You've heard Jasriel scream. I'm going to end it at that. God bless you. Shabbat Shalom. May Yahuwah Yeshua bless you and keep you. May He shine upon you. That's the blessing I give as a rabbi and minister. I'm a believer in Ezraite and I hold to that. And I will continue holding to that until my dying day. And I'm not going to give up my identity for anyone. It is what it is. I love you guys. Shalom.